I'm Lisa Kiss, and I'm the host of Be Mindful Podcast. I'm also the owner of Be Mindful Studio, a virtual studio and community that exists to merge astrology, mindfulness, and meditation. My intention is to support your spiritual well-being to allow yourself to come back into harmony. I'm an astrologer and mindfulness meditation teacher, and I created this podcast for the modern woman to feel grounded and learn to live with intention through astrology. I want to inspire and encourage you to be a little more mindful in your day-to-day so that you can start living a more purpose-filled, self-aware life that you love. Thank you so much for being here, and I look forward to seeing you in the show. Hello and welcome to today's episode of Be Mindful Podcast. Today I am here with Danielle Levante. Um, We connected on Instagram way before any pandemic stuff and we got to meet in person before that because she came to one of my social media workshops when I was doing that. Uh, She owns a like graphic design company and that's what she does. So I'll hand over to her to introduce herself more and what she does. First of all, thank you for having me. I'm so excited. And yeah, you nailed it right on the head. Um, yeah, so I'm a graphic designer and I specialize in quite a few things. I'm kind of one of those people that where I dabble into pretty much everything because that's the type of person that I am. So if you're wondering like what kind of services I do, it ranges from branding design to web design to packaging to editorial to social media. It's crazy. Um, so I'm kind of all over the place, but I guess when you specialize in branding, that's mm-hmm. the whole goal. You want to make sure everything's consistent for your clients. So that's what I do and uh, born and raised in the Hamilton area I've moved around the greater Toronto area but back to my roots here I am in Hamilton (laughs) and yeah it's a little bit about me yeah I'm wearing my Hamilton proud shirt today so that's funny as you should yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah and then I was gonna say Danielle has designed she did like an illustration for me of like me meditating that's like awesome when I saw it I was like oh my gosh so I have that on like some business cards now and then she also designed my book which which is coming out so I'm so excited for that yeah I have it here and I I can show you after like some of the the stuff but I'm so excited to see it in person too like just to hold it and actually see it in real life is totally different from seeing it on my InDesign program. (laughs) Yeah, like it's really big. It's like as big as my head. Can you see? (laughs) And then it'll be, it'll probably be even bigger because like I have the smallest head ever. So I feel like when I hold it, it's just going to be a completely different experience. Yeah. So um, let's talk about, this is going to go up during Libra season. So um, do you want to talk about you being a Libra sun sign, what you know about anything about a Libra that you've kind of just seen like in pop culture stuff? Yeah. You know, okay. So I've gotten waves with myself like throughout my whole entire life. So fun fact that a lot of people don't know about me is that when I was about 16 to 18, I, I like found myself spiritually And for some reason, I think in time, I kind of fell off, um, probably from work and stress. But during that time in my life, I was really reading into my horoscope and my astrology. Um, So I knew a lot more then than I do now. But all I know is that it resonated with me in a way that I knew that people always described them as creative and hating, well, making decisions. And um, those were like the two main things that I've always known. And I've never like researched it heavily, which I probably should. That's why I was really excited about our, our chat. But those were the two main features that were always 
they kind of resonated with me and also like for how diplomatic they are. So for, mm -hmm. for me, it was, I knew indecision was definitely an issue of mine. Um, it's always been that issue. Like even just choosing a restaurant, I'm absolutely ridiculous in choosing that, but how I express yeah. myself has always been through the arts and that's all I've known. Okay. So here, no one will be able to see this, but I can share the screen that I have up if it'll let me so you can see what I'm like looking at just so I don't sound like super weird. <laughs> you wouldn't, I would just be, you know, trying to follow along. <laughs> so can you see it? Yeah. So I pulled up your charts and then like the birth date info is correct at the top here, right? Yeah. In the time I switched it. And when you told me to switch it to PM, it made way, it made way more sense. <laughs> yes. I remember you saying that and I don't yeah. know what the, the, I think you said it was the rising mm -hmm. sign. The rising. Yes. Here, yeah. So um, something really cool about your chart, I'll, I'll like talk about it. So like you have this like concentration of planets, like in Libra, like you have a bunch of Libra energy, not just your sun sign. And it's sitting in this like house of Leo, which is all about like creativity. So, and like expressing yourself in that way. Um, Libra is naturally like the sign of like the artist because you have that, like there's that indecisiveness, but it's cause in your mind, you can see all the options and you're weighing them. So that gives you that like eye for design and balance. I feel like within any form of art, like drawing, decorating, whatever it is. Um, and then Libra is an air sign. So like you obviously can communicate and then it gives you that way to like visually communicate too. So I think that's pretty cool. That's really cool. Yeah. And then you have a Pisces moon. I have a Pisces moon too. So I was like, okay, no wonder Danielle and I get along. <laughs> like, and I'm a Gemini sun. So it's like, we both, we're both air wow. signs. Yeah, we're both air signs with water moon. So like, it's like, uh, the, your moon is like your inner world. So like, I would describe it as, and I mean, I have this too. It's in, yours is in a different house, but it's like you, You've, you're like a big dreamer and you have mm -hmm. like visions and ideals for things. And it's also a great like creative like source of the, the Pisces energy. Um, like there's kind of like a moodiness to it, potentially like emotions come in waves. It is very accurate. <laughs> but like, I mean, I feel like with creativity or like anything, it's like um, the moon, like if you think how the moon rules like the water and the tides like we're like a lot of water so like inspirational like flow and like creative bursts or like you'll just have a vision on what you want to do or sometimes you're like you feel like you're not living on like earth you're in your own little world daydreaming yeah. about something I get told that you know I've been like that since I was a child that people okay well let me just be frank that like when I was a kid I was always described that I was literally living in my own world but my imagination was absolutely I don't even know where I was living to be honest with you because when somebody asked me about a memory I actually remember more dreams than I do reality and it's the weirdest and most bizarre thing but even to this day if I'm describing my dreams or these ideas to people they're like what are you talking about like, and I actually mistake reality from dreams sometimes. It's, I don't know what happens. <laughs> That's a big Pisces um, thing in general. Um, do you have vivid dreams? Like at night, you remember your dreams? I do. And like sometimes in the middle of my dream, I'll, I'll know I'm dreaming. So I'll just start changing it. And it's really random. Okay. <laughs> okay. That's so cool. Cause I have really vivid dreams too. And sometimes I like wake up and I'm like, I didn't really fall asleep. I don't know where yes. I went. <laughs> yeah. I do that all the time. And then sometimes I'm like, did I even sleep last night? Like, or was I just 
going somewhere else. I, it's the most bizarre thing. Yeah. So that's all that Pisces energy. And it's like, really cool. It's like you're like a gift that we have, but it's like, sometimes it can be a little like frustrating I find, or even, um, do you find like energetically with people you like pick up their energy if you know or you know when someone's upset like that like the really empathetic yes I'm like a huge empath um I debated going into psychology years ago um and I remember I wanted to pretend to be one and I started talking to my friends and my family and I did that for about like a week and a half and at the end of the week and a half I I knew right away it wasn't for me because I don't know. I feel like you have to have a gift where when you're in psychology that you can talk to your clients and just leave and pretend that didn't happen. I can't do that. Like I can tell how somebody's feeling just off of their, I don't know, their mood or the way they're talking and even like their eyes sometimes. And then when they start telling me, I'm like, oh my God, I feel so bad. And then I carry with it like that burden with me throughout the whole day. Yeah. Yeah how I describe like because water when you think of it it's like boundaryless like it's just flowing so it's Mm -hmm. like you're picking it up and it's just flowing to you or if the visualization of like a cup of water that's like clean water and then you walk around with it all day and by the end of the day it's gonna have Mm -hmm. like random stuff in it and that's how like you might feel because you've picked up everyone's energy Mm -hmm. that's a good example like that that, and that's so true that by the end of the day like you've honestly talked to so many people Mm -hmm. that why wouldn't you have picked up on so many people's energy by the time the end of the day comes? And that's probably why like sometimes by the end of the day, but also naturally, like I'm an introvert. So mm-hmm. when I am talking to a lot of people and regardless of how I feel like their energy is, I'm, I'm still tired by the mm-hmm. end of the day. I don't know what, yeah. why, but yeah. I, so I don't know if I got like a double whammy of that, but <laughs> something happened there. <laughs> Yeah. Um, I'm totally an introvert too. It's like recharging alone is so much easier because then there's yeah. no energy to bug you. And not to say that people's Good energy will, will bug you, but it's like, sometimes it's just better to be left alone. Good observation. That's probably why I always feel so recharged. Cause I always, I should leave myself more days to relax and not like, uh, feel pressure to hang out with people because the one day of the week that I leave for just myself, mm-hmm. I feel so much better. Yeah. Um, you have also like um, Venus, like the plan of love and beauty that's like Libra rules that you have it in Virgo. So it's sort of like you love to be productive and have the lists and get it all done. But like knowing when to stop would be like the, the thing there. And it, it directly is like opposite your moon. So it's sort of like, how do I feel today? But oh, I have to get it done. That's the Virgo energy there. <laughs> I know that all too well too. This is like so accurate. It's like scary. (laughs) And then, um, so when I first put your info in at the AM, it said like Scorpio rising. And I was kind of like, hmm, I'm like, I don't see that. (laughs) But I was like, okay, she's Scorpio rising. Maybe she's more like mysterious or something. But unfortunately, I've been told that once and I was like, really? Like you can see everything on my face and I'm pretty much an open book, but maybe I am. I don't know. So you don't have the Scorpio rising though, you have no planets, it's empty over here, Yeah. but it makes you a Gemini rising. So I'm a Gemini and I know a Gemini is hey. <laughs> So I'm like, no wonder she has a podcast. <laughs> she needs to talk. It's the Gemini. So the rising sign is like your, um, it's like your soul, what your soul came here to do. And it's That's like, so cool. your soul wants to connect with people, share information, connect people together 
know everything. And it's not like Gemini's get a bad rap for being nosy and having lots of questions, but it's like, you just want to know. And then you'll just share that information with people. I've been told I asked too many questions, but it's like, no, there's no such thing. So thank yeah. you for affirming that. Um, <laughs> Cause I always get nervous actually when I go into some podcast episodes with, with uh, guests, like, am I asking too much? Like, am I getting too personal here? And I always wonder that. So I'm like, okay, let me try and create like a nice little barrier. So someone doesn't feel like so much pressure when I'm asking these questions, but genuinely I'm just interested in like what they do, honestly. Yeah. I sometimes even like Gemini energy, you could like overshare and it's that TMI, like you just said the personal, but it's cause yeah. you just, you just want to know, you're just curious. Like even, um, you probably like learning, but like whatever the topic of interest, you just want to like deep dive, study, learn podcasts, videos, read books, whatever it is. <laughs> That's really cool. And it's very accurate. Again, like I feel like my whole word for the podcast episode is accurate. Just the accuracy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was so, it was cool to see that. It made much more sense when I looked at your chart. I was like, okay, this this makes more sense than that mysterious. I'm glad <laughs> yeah. I um, messaged you <laughs> that to, to correct it because in my head, I was like, what did I tell her? Like, what time did I tell her I was born at? Like, because mm-hmm. I've always known 8.32 and I was like, no, I was born at night. So I don't know if I sent her AM by mistake. And then when I saw that I did it, I'm like, okay, I don't know if this makes a huge difference, but it's PM. <laughs> yeah. And then I'm trying to think what else I can say here. Um, you have Mars and Leo. So like um, Leo is like a fun energy where again, it's like more creative. Like you might have a more creative approach to things, but like even um, how you take action, it's like you would like to be like recognized for what you do. Like Leo's, you need to be recognized by either like you want an award like say for work or like you just want to be recognized by your clients hearing them like say like thank you so much it's that kind of energy there and then you have Saturn and Aries now anyone born around like the late 90s we have this and it's like our life lesson to be like independent and then depending where it's like in the chart it's like a different aspect but I think it's what makes us very entrepreneurial honestly because you just kind of want it your own way (laughs) like you want it (laughs) yes (laughs) it's very true to be honest I'm like I do better and I prosper better like in my managing my own self than anybody trying to tell me what to do I'm Mm -hmm. yeah I'm a better entrepreneur than I am employee (laughs) (laughs) and so this would be like directly opposite though like your Libra energy so if you ever feel the need to like oh how are they doing I need to make sure they're okay it's kind of like but your life lesson it's like know yourself first then you can Mm -hmm. like be the Libra who helps all the friends and family kind of thing so yeah Mm -hmm. that's really cool I I like I tend to gravitate actually towards like bigger personalities which is very odd because I find myself I've had people describe me as a big personality and I've had people say that I'm actually like more submissive and that's really confusing to me because I'm like well then who am I um and like I tend to I used to gravitate towards very like quiet personalities and I felt louder around them but then when I'm around louder people I realize oh wait I'm not that loud so like who am I and that's always been such a confusing portion of myself like who would I like I don't know where to where I sit in that stance yeah so um my friend has like my best friend has the Gemini rising and when we discovered this I was like this makes so much sense because like we grew up with each other and she was always so quiet in, in groups so quiet you'd think she wasn't wasn't didn't have like um yeah. she has a lot of fire in her chart but then when it's just like me and her when we were at dance 
she's so loud like she doesn't stop talking so it's that <laughs> it's that Gemini energy and it's like the you can it's like selectively social in a way or yeah like when I was like learned astrology Gemini rising either like when you're when you were little like you like I don't know if you know you could ask your parents like you either talked a lot or you like didn't speak like it took you a while to speak I don't know which one it was um honestly both (laughs) like your friend the way you're describing your friend is me so if I'm like in a massive group I am Mm -hmm. more aware of myself and then I tend to be a bit more quiet Mm -hmm. um and then when I'm one-on-one with somebody I don't know when the heck to stop so Mm -hmm. when I was with my family sometimes I had days where they're like wow you're talking a lot today like did you talk at all at school and I was like no (laughs) and they're like oh okay it makes sense you have to get it out somewhere (laughs) yeah and then it, like down here's like the legend or like the English of everything. So like, do you see all this like orangey yellow? Yeah. So you have one, two, three, four, five, six, or seven. So that's all the air. So you do have to get the air out, the talking, the thoughts somewhere. <laughs> somewhere. Yeah, somewhere. That's so cool. Oh my gosh. This is the first time I've ever done anything like this. So to okay. me, it's just allowing me to understand myself better because I feel mm-hmm. like I should, I should have done something like this a long time ago. So I've always been interested in it, but for some reason, I never let myself just like dive into it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's super fun. It's like, I like to say it's like a self-awareness tool. I'm very into personal development ever since I became a yoga teacher. So yeah. it's like, how can we get to know ourselves better, make better decisions so that like, I don't know, life just feels more flowy. And I feel like that's that Pisces moon. You just want to flow at yeah. the end of the day. And I'm like laughing to myself right now because you're probably going to know me better than half the people in my life now who've been in my life for years, <laughs> unless they watch the episode, of course. Yeah. I've, I've always wanted to do a post on Instagram where it says like, thank you for your vulnerability if you've done a chart reading or because sometimes you can feel like naked and exposed doing your reading because you're like, how do you know this about me? <laughs> like what's going on? It's a very like, um, it's like a personal thing in a way, but it's like, there's a vulnerability with it because I could say something like usually I start off a reading um with like timing so I'll Mm -hmm. say for Saturn return ask someone what happened between 28 to like 31 and it's the same thing repeated to me and it's it's like some people share more detail some people don't but for like you I would ask did something happen when you were like 20 or 21 like did a big life change happen yeah (laughs) the biggest change ever um I made a huge career choice at that exact age. Um, I made a shift and I, that's when I moved to Toronto. Mm-hmm. And um, when I got there, I was, I had just finished my degree. Um, I was, um, I studied art history for years mm-hmm. and I developed a thesis in that. And I want to say it was like literally when I just turned 21. So I just turned 21 and then I was like, I'm not satisfied like I'm not fulfilled in this career or like this career of choice anymore. I hate research. Um, I like four years of research and I just hated it. So I made a huge transition to leap into graphic design. So then I went back to school for that. Um, and then, you know, life changed and moved to a city and realized I prosper better. Like I like the city, but I like a smaller city. So I think that's why like sometimes Hamilton just feels a bit more comfortable to me. So learned that about myself, learned I hated research and then changed my whole entire life because if I didn't do that, I would have probably been in a gallery right now um, behind the scenes and no one would even see me. Okay. And your Mars and Leo like would not like that at all down no. here. No. <laughs> I like sometimes think to myself, 
how mad I would have been if I actually continued down that path because at the time it would have felt comfortable. Mm-hmm. Like, would I have quit or would I have dealt with it? I don't know. Mm-hmm. I wonder that all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, age 21 is when we have a Saturn square. So have you ever heard the term seven-year itch? Yes, I have. So that's what it kind of refers to. So every seven-year Saturn makes contact. Like, so I don't have it. Can I pull it up? I'll hit transits on here. So it pulls up where all of the planets are in the sky right now. So like this little guy up here, it's in Aquarius right now. So when it was in Capricorn, that's when like, that's when we, like you were 21. So it was squaring with this thing over here. So, and so, so when, we, when we turn like 2030, it's going to like hit it in the sky and like something will happen. Usually the common things are like, <laughs> it's not children, scary. children, yeah. <laughs> it's usually children, marriage moving, or maybe some yeah. people realize I'm in the wrong job. I got to go back to school, like big things like that. Some people, if you got married young, I've been told they get divorced when they're that age and then oh, they terrifying. start a new change. Yeah. yeah. So big things happen. But then seven years later, when it hits over here in the blue, we're going to have another itchy moment. That seven year itch is going to do it again. So it's really cool. That's where it sort of comes from. But, um, I've studied lots of astrology and age 21 is also considered like a, a career year within mm-hmm. perfections, which I thought was interesting because 21 is like when I started my business and I, I like stopped going to, to university. I like dropped out to start my business. And it's like, uh, you have like a realization moment at 21, like, this is what I want to do with my life. Cause at 18, I feel like you're kind of too young. That's maybe. so young to yeah. be making life decisions. Like yeah. I don't know a single person that knows what they want to do at 18. It's too mm-hmm. young. Yeah. But even- I remember reading that in your book. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I was reading all that in your book. I'm like, what an interesting life path. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've gone like totally out of order, but something that, um, the, the, like being born in the late nineties is like an odd thing. I feel like in astrology, I'm going to ask you what you think. So like, yeah. do you connect more? Cause our, your Pluto, you're at like one degree. So I'm at like four degrees. Cause I'm a little younger than you. So Pluto's like this generation planet. Do you find you collect, connect more with the millennials or like the generation Z? Cause millennials. I feel really, I feel like I don't connect with either of them. I think Generation Z is like weird with TikTok and millennials are like having kids. And I'm like, no. Okay. That's a very good, accurate point. I think the reason I say millennials is just because like, um, I've been, I feel like an old soul in a way. So since I've grown up, I've never felt my age. Um, amidst my crazy imagination, I've just always wanted things maybe like three years ahead. So like right now, for some reason, I'm already thinking about kids. And that's, I shouldn't, and because I don't physically want one, but for some reason, mentally I'm there. And I do, I do watch a lot of TikTok, but I can't be a TikToker. So it's like, I'm not there. Mm -hmm. So maybe the cusp of a millennial, I am kind of stuck though. I see what you mean, but I would have to say millennial a little more. Yeah. It's weird. It's like, I think from 1995 to 2008 is generation Z and that's this, uh, when Pluto is in Sagittarius here, Yeah. but I don't connect with the kids born in 2004. It's just like, no. it feel, they feel so far away. I don't know. They do. Um, when I used to work in like, uh, um, I used to work at a booster juice. So I, <laughs> I was like a key holder and I was like training people. And I remember some girl came through and I was like, Oh, how old are you? And she's like, I'm 16. And then I did the math at the time. I'm like, you were born in like 2004. Like this is like, they're like 2002. Like that is so weird. 
to me that you are that old. Mm -hmm. It was really weird. Yeah. It's just also just so random, but like, um, kids also look older now. Like I, in the neighborhood, I just, when the neighborhood I just moved to, there's like an elementary school. And I think there's a high school and there's just the kids are out, I think, cause summer. And I'm like, I bet you they're like old, like teenagers, but they look older. Like they look like they're maybe 20. It's just weird. I feel like they look older than me. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, first of all, I look young for my age. So when I go out and I start talking to somebody and then they say they're 18 and they look like they're 27, I think, okay, am I doing something? Is there something wrong with my water? Like, why do I look so young and you look so old? Like, am I just not doing my, I mean, I also hate makeup. So mm-hmm. that probably doesn't help my case, but yeah, I don't wear makeup either. <laughs> I think we're just, yeah, destined yeah. to look young for the rest of our lives. <laughs> yeah. Some like people have thought I was 18 and I'm like, oh, thanks. Don't 24. you love that? It, it'll be great though. Cause if you're 30, it's like, yeah, no, I look 25. Thanks. But it's, I don't know. It'll be so good then. Mm-hmm. So good. Okay. Um, Okay, the last thing I'll talk about in your chart before I move on to the mindfulness part is because whenever I look at your Instagram, I'm always like, oh, she looks so businessy and professional. I love it. Like your photos are awesome. Like the ones you just got done. Thanks to my photographer. <laughs> she, <laughs> like, she nailed it. <laughs> but then because like the way I'm with astrology, I'm like, where is that in her chart? <laughs> so you have this cool... Um, it's all this Capricorn energy here. That's what the screen thing is. Yeah. Um, so you have Jupiter and Capricorn. It's like you expand and like business working structures bring you like abundance. Like it makes you feel so much like more expansive when you are like in business or working all those things. So it was like a recent shift for 2021. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was because just like the amount of work that I took on this year was a lot. So when I went to do my next photo shoot, I was like, I think I need, like, I I need to show the fact that I'm actually working like endless hours. And I've been feeling more of this like Virgo Capricorn presence. And I know they're two different signs, but it's just like Mm -hmm. the organized OCD with the, like, I don't know, the workhorse energy. Like Mm -hmm. it's just that 2021 has felt like that kind of year for me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You have like, describe it. Yeah. The Capricorn, the the sit like how it's described as the mountain goat so it's like you're always climbing that mountain because you're like next goal next goal next goal but it's like when does the mountain end like when do you look up and see the <laughs> end or do you just keep going it's, it's like an endless amount that's how it's kind of like described yeah. it's a great um like work ethic and very disciplined and structured energy too so not everyone has that so my mother is one a very heavy capricorn so okay. her energy like definitely growing up like it pushed me to work really hard so it's really cool that I have some of like that Capricorn energy in me because I feel that sometimes mm-hmm. yeah okay do you have any other questions like do you have any questions about your chart that I can answer it was more so just like trying to describe myself to people sometimes I like struggle with that because it goes it goes down to like how I socialize um because my my boyfriend's brother's girlfriend she she always says like you're so outgoing and then in my head I'm like oh my god like what are you talking about but I guess like I am it's just always been the the thing that I found so difficult like it's like do I just define myself as this extroverted introvert I have no clue that's always been the confusing part of me 
Yeah, that's a good way to describe it though. I mean, because it, it's all about, I feel like with this, that, that moon. So it's like your inner world, you need to be introverted, but you have all this talking energy. So you're yeah. going to come across maybe as extroverted because you're just like, not rambling sometimes, but even though there's probably a tendency to ramble, but like you just, you just want to talk and get to know people. So yeah. Any, yeah. any Libra, like I have close Libra friends cause I'm Gemini. So I, they, we tend to gravitate toward each other. And uh, one of my Libra friends always said, I'll be friends with anybody unless they don't want to be friends with me. And it's just that like, that like <laughs> nice, <I love> that. <laughs> it's just like, they're here to be friends with everything. Like, they'll just be nice to you. Like, um yeah Libra just wants everything to be peaceful and calm they're not going to like cause any trouble it's a very like no conflict sign so I hate chaos um I struggle with saying no and I don't know if like all Libras are people pleasers but I do I do know that I struggle with saying (laughs) with saying no and I just am always like let's all be nice and everything will be perfect and roses and let's jump through a meadow and enjoy it but in reality I know that there's things that are going to come up but my whole world just feels flipped as soon as something bad happens yeah it's ridiculous that's very Libra a lot of it's because it's like the it's the word like because Aries over here the opposite leads your Saturn is like independent one they're like always thinking about themselves first and Libra it's like oh there's two people my partner my person I have to make sure they're okay I have to make sure everyone's okay and it's it's that kind of energy so yeah it yeah. makes a lot of sense to be honest <laughs> it's the it's like trying to accept that part of me that I will always be that way but then also being like hey can I put myself first like it's it's like that constant battle so when you were like talking about like the Leo mixed with the Libra, like that made a lot of sense. Yeah. The Leo energy will definitely like, you'll want to, like my one Leo friends always like, you got to stand up for yourself and speak up for what, like speak up for yourself. Like don't just, cause she was referring to someone she knows she's like, they need to speak up to, for themselves. So it's, it's that fierceness that you might, that wants to come through, but you don't want to cause any. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. You just like accurately described me throughout this like whole, like, I don't know, it's only been like half an hour and I'm just like, yeah, that is me. You're right. <laughs> and then just like, cause you're, you're like what you're saying, you're like, I don't know how to like define, like describe myself, but like you have Mercury and Libra too. So like, it's like a little bit of the overthinking balancing act in your mind and it'll never be perfectly balanced. Like everyone's going to have a different perception of you and you just let them <laughs> just as long. I mean, as I, most Libras, I feel like the perceptions people have of them are good because you're like easy to get along with super easygoing people. So thank you. I'll yeah. take that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'll stop the share, but, um, usually the, after the astrology, if you have any more, any other questions or right now, no, because okay. for some reason, like it just felt so aligned and that was the first time I've ever like I've ever done anything like this so it just mm-hmm. explains a lot and I, I had no idea like how much of my energy was actually truly in Libra like so mm-hmm. the creativity in my imagination makes sense because some people do look at me crazy for my thoughts <laughs> even just like my my design process mm-hmm. because it's so rigorous and I I'm constantly like I'll change something last minute um, so I remember what, what the, throughout the book, I remember yeah. you're like, can I get some mock-ups throughout it? I'm like, oh girl, she has no, she has no idea how my brain works. Cause like, I'll be like, this is the design. And then the next day, 
well, first of all, I don't shut off my brain. So sometimes at night I'm like thinking about projects that I'm working Mm -hmm. on currently. I'm like, nope, that's it. I'm making that swap and it's going to be like a last minute swap, but it's just the way my brain has always worked. So that just aligned and that made so much sense, which is probably why I don't have as many questions. I think if I saw like something that I wasn't expecting, Mm -hmm. I think the one thing I wasn't expecting was Gemini, but the way you explained it made sense. Mm -hmm. That was the only part. Yeah. I think the fact that you have a podcast with the Gemini, it just, it's like, it makes sense. And you're on social, you're connecting with everyone. Like you're like introducing your audience to all these people. So Gemini, it's like the networker. So yeah. I need to educate myself more because that's what, because I remember when you emailed me, you're like, you actually have Gemini in you um, and your rising sign. And I was like, what? And I remember I actually Googled right after I was like, okay, what are their like qualities? Cause I've only, I've known you and I had a best friend in, in university who was Gemini. And anytime I've met a Gemini, I'm like, wow, they're so cool because they bring out this like really vibrant energy in me where I do, I do want to talk and I just want to keep talking. So, um, it was really cool to know that I had that because I, I did not think I did at all. Even what you just said, I had to go educate myself. It's a very air thing. Like, I have to know. <laughs> you want to just, know. you have to know. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. makes sense now too. That's so like, funny. Sometimes when I'm talking, I'm like, oh, I heard this. Oh, I read this. And I have little random bits of information, but I don't have like an in-depth analysis of a lot, only a few things, but I know a little bit about a lot. That's how I would describe it. That's a good thing though, at least if you're in a conversation. Okay. So I don't know enough about politics as I should, but I'm still, I still want to know so that when I'm in a conversation, I don't sound stupid. (laughs) So I like, I read into it, but I know a lot about different subjects, but do, am I an expert in every single one of those? Absolutely not. Mm -hmm. But I'm still curious. Yeah. It's like Gemini's or like, or any Gemini placements. It's like the Jack of all trades energy. Like they'll be able to, mm. I always describe it as if someone's like Lisa in Hamilton, where can I go to get a really good, like vegan burger? I'll know where to send them. And I don't know why, or it's like, where's a good place to go do this. And I'm like, I just know it's weird. I don't even know how I know, but I guess it's just like over the years asking those questions. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it's like the go-to information source, which I don't know if you find that if people ask you questions about things. I do. Yeah. Because like, I'm a foodie as well. So when you brought up that, I'm like, oh my God, yes. I know all the go-to spots for like my favorite foods or just like Mm -hmm. anything that I've tried. That's like brand new. And plus I'm again, I like Google hard. I'm like, I skim the reviews. I'm like, which is going to be the absolute best. And then I recommend people to it because I like become so obsessed with those random things. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That, yeah, that could be the Mercury Libra, like the air mind. You just got to know. Yeah. 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 And it makes me want to like buy a book now, like just like literally on that, knowing how much I have of that energy, like in me. Yeah. And then how it works. I'm going to do a reel on this. Like I have to just sit down and like film it, but I want to talk about like the chart ruler, like, or like the planetary ruler of your chart and how you find that as you look at what your rising sign is. So you're just Gemini. And you look at, okay, what planet rules Gemini? It's Mercury. So go study Mercury and you'll learn so much about yourself. That's what I suggest. If you're going to like dive into any of this, like study Mercury, not even the zodiac signs, just the planet Mercury, what it means. And you'll be like, oh my gosh, Mercury. (laughs) So I'm going to do that. I'm going to make it like, I just made a mental note. I'm like, okay, Mercury, like I'm going to, I'm going to read into that one. Okay. I'm going to do it. 
Yeah, like, have you heard of, like, the Mercury retrogrades? Yes, I have. <laughs> and, like, oh, there was one week, didn't one just pass this um, in the summer? Was it June? It started on my birthday, end of May, June, yeah. Okay, because everything technologically just broke for me on that week. I had, like, podcast recordings, and I was at a cottage, and I don't know if it was because of the timing of the cottage and the service. I don't know what happened, but that week, like, I don't know. not even a week like there was like a couple of weeks where I was like what is going on like I I was trying to blame my hormones I was like what is happening to me this month and then finally um a podcast guest of mine was like it's okay we'll just blame it on year three uh retrograde and I was like oh my god that makes so much more sense now as to why everything was just like crazy for me yeah so the next one starts on September 27th and I think that's like a few days after we're, we're gonna record an episode for your podcast and I saw the dates and I was like oh great that's <laughs> okay it'll be good <laughs> oh my god we're, I hope my no, technology stays <laughs> no it'll be it'll, it'll be good it'll be good and um but it's in Libra this time so that's your natural like Mercury placement so it either like well let me just sometimes people are born with Mercury in retrograde okay I don't think you were I'm just checking no uh-oh, my screen. Okay, as I'm talking about it, there's a freaking issue. It's <laughs> like in here. Okay. I, I did that. That's my that's my fault. It's my energy. <laughs> but um, yeah, it'll be September 27th, October 18th, the next one. So when mm. a planet goes retrograde, it doesn't like stop necessarily. Like some people say it goes backwards in the sky, but it just kind of stops. But Earth obviously keeps moving because we have 365 days in a year. So it looks like the planet's moving backwards and like Mercury moves freaking fast. That's why your mind probably goes really fast. And um, it's a time to slow down. So usually when there's tech glitches or things break, it's literally the universe being like, stop, slow down and chill today. That's what it's, that's what it's kind of telling you. Um, Yeah, I wish I listened to that (laughs) the first time around. And now you're saying this, I'm like, do I have anything coming up? I'm like, oh my God, I'm launching a candle line. and then I'm also launching a course in October so I was like wait now I'm now I'm like oh my gosh should I move it (laughs) no it's it's like you don't just like the world can't like stop prepare yeah but just prepare like and or do like a meditation in the morning or something or do something to ground yourself before the day starts and just pace yourself in a way okay this is my warning Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm glad I talked to you about this because I, I, this is what I mean. Like I don't look enough into it, and then I'm like, I'm just gonna plan all of my launches at once. <laughs> like, hope it all goes well, and then somehow it ends up in a Mercury retrograde. But I will manage and I will meditate as much as possible to get through it. Yeah. Do you want to talk about your candles? I told I, I've seen the. I don't know if I follow the count. I need to, but I've seen the candles. That's such a like aesthetic with the Libra energy so talk about your talk about your candles (laughs) oh my god it's been such a process but it's funny like right before we record we you know we started recording this the boxes for because we're doing three sets so there's like an 11 ounce then there's a three ounce and the boxes for the three ounce set came in and I thought what great timing I get to record on a podcast and my boxes came in yeah but the goal the goal is to launch we don't have like a specific date yet um but it is like mid-September because we just have a couple more details to figure out. But the whole goal behind that was because like, I'm not going to lie. Like I didn't handle COVID the best mentally in the beginning. I was like, okay, this is fine. But I also didn't know the extent as to what was going to happen with the pandemic. I thought it was just gonna be like a few months, call it a day. And we were, we were good. Mm-hmm. 
no, fast forward like two and a half years. That's not the case. And I was like trying to form like little better habits for myself. So I like bought a gratitude book. I was like, I bought this like massive jug for like water to make sure I was getting in my proper water intake. And then I started realizing that I was like using a lot more essential oils and I was buying Bath and Body Works candles and just these really other like really harsh chemicals um, from other candle lines that I was buying off of Amazon. And I have asthma. So it just, those things weren't aligning with the habits that I was trying to create to make my routine a bit better. So when I was talking with like my business partner, I was like, I just want something that's going to add to my routine and make me feel good. And at the same time, like I'm, I know what's going into the ingredients. I know it's going to be good and it's not going to impact my asthma. And I don't know, it was just these little things because I felt like at one point I was relying on the big things to make my life happy. Like shop, I was shopping a lot and um, I was going out to cafes every single day. And it was like, if I, I realized if I didn't have that, like, who am I? And it was kind of sad. So I started realizing with the co- with COVID that like there's little details that go into your day that could actually make your day versus relying on the bigger things. And the and um, so that was the whole goal behind it. I just like I can't wait to launch, to be honest with you, because it's it feels mentally for me because we've been working on it for like almost a year now. So it feels like a long time. So I just can't wait to launch that. Yeah, that's exciting. What's the like um, what kind of wax are they? So it's actually coconut and soy. Okay. It's like, it's like mixed. So I just wanted like completely natural. I didn't want anything that was going to be artificial. I didn't want any dyes. I didn't want anything like that. So, and simple design, of course, had to be, had to be super simple because I, I don't like when I see like clutter, it like gives me anxiety. So I want, I wanted my candles to feel clean too. So yeah, everything about it's clean. (laughs) I just moved. So like, I'll have to get one and like because I'm in the process right now of decorating and like I move everything around because I'm a Gemini and I just change my mind all the time so it's like I'm setting up little cozy nooks so I'm I don't have any candles (laughs) I need one there's like there's three different scents and like I can like talk to you more about it like when that happens but also it's so exciting that you're moving like I love the transition of moving I it's like when we moved to we moved in January um that was just such a fun process for me I just I don't know why I love moving um it's so random but I like you must be happy to to like have a change up of scenery yeah and like my own space it's just me who lives here so everything has a place and nobody touches it except me don't you love that (laughs) yeah so I was gonna ask uh, with the moving do you like like packing boxes and organizing like do you find that fun in a way or, yeah, I yeah, do. Okay. I love like organizing uh, to like another degree. Um, so yeah. I think that's why with moving, I'm like, oh my God, like a new change and a new life and like, let's organize and keep everything organized. Doesn't mean it's always going to stay organized, but I do, mm-hmm. I do prosper on that. That's why like the, I have like a weekly Sunday cleanup okay. where I just reorganize everything. Um, and I, when you were saying that you change up and move things around, mm-hmm. that's, I find that so fun yeah (laughs) just like changing things up Mm -hmm. I I blame it on the Gemini energy honestly (laughs) that you know what like so be it It, but it's like it's so much fun sometimes people uh when I I don't know if you did the same thing as a kid but did you like redecorate your room like consistently yeah Yeah. even painting the colors change (gasps) 
Yeah, my mom used to think I was nuts. She goes, oh, here we go. Another month and a new room. And <laughs> I was like, it's fine. I just need to change it up. Uh, my mom says the same thing. Like my friends will come over and my one friend's like, okay, what did you change? Something's been moved since the last time I was here. And I'm like, yeah, like I just got a new ottoman, but like, I was like, oh, the rug doesn't look good here. I want the rug over there now. And then I'm going to move. It's just, yeah. It's so much fun. Yeah. I don't care what anybody says. Yeah. <laughs> so you talked a little bit about like the finding the like little things now to like, and the gratitude list. Do you do any other like mindfulness practices or? You're going to be like, <laughs> maybe like disappointing me so like last year no. I was really good and even at the beginning of this year I would I would take like 10 to 15 minutes out of my morning routine and I would meditate but what meditation was to me it, it was it wasn't in the way that people might picture meditation it was just me like removing myself from technology letting the dog out use the bathroom sitting there with my coffee and it would be for like 10 to 15 minutes and that was it um, but I just, I wasn't thinking about anything, but that moment, like taking in the sounds of nature and just like appreciating things. And I tend to do, I, when I was at that point, I was doing my gratitude journal at the same time. So that's what I would do. But within the last like two months, I haven't done it. And I don't know if it's because my building has been under construction and there's so much debris. So there's nowhere to like sit and just enjoy nature. Cause I love nature more than anything else. Like I used to go on so many hikes and that was another form of meditation for me was just being in nature. So it hasn't been as easy in the last two months. And I, I don't feel the same when I'm inside meditating versus like outside meditating. So that's what I did, but it's again, it's like past tense, but yeah, that's, that's what helped me the most. And I hope to get back to it when the construction stops. Yeah. Um, I find like the reason I love astrology like another reason I love it so much is because it can like help people give them their like unique mindfulness like plan from the chart so like um you like just by the way your Mars and Venus are placed like things you love to do and how you take action it's like um you want to be in nature and you kind of want to like be active and not necessarily sit still so like walking meditations are like a big thing like I just I feel like read an article about on the go meditating and why it's beneficial. It's like, even if you're like, um, I want you to be careful when, if you're like driving, but if you're at a stop sign, just like, okay, you're supposed to count, look, whatever, look both ways, doing a breath there, whatever. If it's like a red light, it's like, just, okay, you're not driving, like calm down, breathe, like little moments. I feel like those are more important than, oh, I'm going to sit here for 30 minutes with my eyes closed, cross-legged and, and breathe. It's, it's more about like how you integrate mindfulness like in your day yeah that makes me happy oh my gosh my voice that makes me happier (laughs) to hear because I'm not I I've taken meditation classes um and they used to say like turn your brain off and then as soon as they said that I was like wait but I don't know how so how am I supposed to now when I haven't never I've never done that so like that's why for me, that's why when somebody says like, do you meditate? I'm like, I do, but it's not in the way that most people imagine it to be. Like I do prefer to move and notice my surroundings and appreciate the smaller things. Like literally just hearing like the birds chirp on a hike or being in the backyard and hearing the same thing versus just sitting still and like hearing my AC blast. (laughs) Like then I'm like, oh great bills. And then I start thinking about that. So it's just, I'd rather do something 
while I feel like I'm in like a meditative state. So yeah, that's actually like something I should probably look into now too. (laughs) Like when I, when I was in my yoga teacher training, like they said, like, you cannot turn your brain off. Like it's impossible. Your brain is always going to be thinking about things. And it's sort of like what, what will happen, especially if you're like doing meditation, like where I was like, um, in the East end of the city, it's like a little noisy on the street. So you're meditating. You're like, Ooh, a car went by. Ooh, what color is it? Or like, Oh, a dog barked. I wonder who's walking their dog. And it's like, okay, instead of letting your mind like subconsciously just like travel off and tell you a bunch of stories be like no it doesn't matter the dog breathe and that's really all meditation is did you just like kind of snap yourself back to like the breath because you can't stop yourself from being like oh what what's the dog outside what's what's the car oh the ambulance went by oh someone hurt like all of these like things they're gonna like come up um and it's like anchoring back and just letting like the what's like the visualization i can get like a boat with an anchor and it's swaying but it it's not like going completely going yeah yeah Yeah. I wish someone provided that when I was doing meditation classes because like for me I ended up I ended up stopping because I realized I wasn't doing a very good job in my head so I wish someone had said like hey by the way it's totally normal if your mind starts drifting just notice when it starts Mm -hmm. drifting and bring it back yeah that's so but I, I know how important it is, especially I feel like when you're an entrepreneur and I can fall off, like there's like good habits that I want to implement. And then some reason, some months I fall off and then some months I do so well. And I think like, that's why when I was like kind of reading your book <laughs> while I was designing it, yeah. um, <laughs> I was like, oh, wow. Like these are some really good observations, like uh, to associate different months or times of the year with, because I, I have never thought about that and I've never considered it. It's never even crossed my mind. And when I was reading your, your book, I, I thought like, okay, like I need to like jot this down in my head because it's something that I feel like entrepreneurs need to consider. Otherwise we're just going to, if we're in constant, I think busy mode. Um, and then like, what are we going to do? Like how, like, how are we supposed to actually create good work and be beneficial for our clients if we are continuously in this like hustle mindset. So when you were like, breaking down the months and the time of the year as to like when you're supposed to slow down, when to start launching new things, like consider those things. Um, that was something that I learned in that process. And at the same time, then just learning to take time for meditation and just for yourself, because if you can't do that, then you're not beneficial for anybody, even yourself. So just wanted to pop that in there as a little promo for the book. <laughs> or we leave. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, I even find like as like women, if you have like a cycle, a menstrual cycle, like we're just cyclical by nature. Yeah, I feel like, and it's like we're used to going with the flow. Like we're not linear. Like we're ruled by moon and the nature and everything. And guys are different. Like every morning they're lunar. I don't know how guys do it. Like (laughs) I can't. I can't do it. (laughs) Like even sometimes it's like guys aren't like they're not emotional about things, but it's because every morning they wake up to like start fresh. But we're we're on this like 28, 30, whatever day cycle of just like, whoo, it's like (laughs) so, but it kind of can flow with the seasons too. So yeah. yeah. And I was learning that. But like, and I, I have a friend that literally studies like the female cycles and and she's an entrepreneur at the same time. And like it's been so cool to learn from her and then read your book at the same time, because it's like you mentally, like you should correlate things and actually understand that. Yeah. We're not in the male hustle mindset, Mm -hmm. um, anymore or not anymore, but like ever. Mm -hmm. So like the, like last week, 
like I was fully like you know like I was mm-hmm. I was on my period it was happening yeah. and I just felt even the days leading up to it those are the worst those yeah. are the worst days the worst for days. me I just like there's at least one day out of that week leading up to the business where I just can't do anything like I'm just better off watching a movie drinking a tea and calling it a day yeah mm-hmm. you can't it's like I what I'll do is I like because now that I'm aware like during the middle of the cycle I get like all my work done I plan because I'm irritable in that luteal phase right before where all the PMS symptoms yeah. start and I'm like I don't want to talk to anybody I don't want to do anything and yeah it's yeah try explaining that to like I don't know your male partner or like even like I tried sometimes for some reason my parents didn't even understand that either I don't know why maybe because they just don't have as much education in the subject but try and explain to them like hey like you know it is that time of the month and I need you Mm -hmm. all to just respect my space because I need it yeah there's something about like my mom like like I know when I'm ovulating because I look for cues in my body and she's like how the heck do you know that and she's like I never knew that and I'm like well it's just there's more education around it I think than there was back in the day so and it's not weird like half of the population could literally be on their period right now (laughs) it's not a weird thing yeah that's what I mean. Like, I'm just glad it's finally being talked about. Like, uh, that's why I had my friend, um, Sarah, come on the podcast to talk, uh, my podcast, sorry, to talk about that because like, we need more of those discussions and it should be like informal. Like, it shouldn't be like, I'm hunting for someone's thesis, and, like some scholarly article. Like it should be in a podcast. Like it should be something or like yeah. even just a conversation with a friend. Yeah. And like, it, that for me as a Gemini doesn't feel TMI to talk about like I feel like even for it's like not weird some people might think it's weird but it's not but uh yeah that's you that. yeah <laughs> do you want to um we'll end it off do you want to tell everyone how they can like find you like I'll link all your links but like how they can find you and um with your podcast business now candles yeah. I totally forgot about the candles <laughs> no well it hasn't even launched yet here. right yeah. so I can't expect anybody to and I haven't formally been promoting it but yeah everybody can find me uh first and foremost I have my website um it's daniellabontedesigns.com and you can find my services when I'm booking all that kind of fun stuff if you're into it um and then you can also follow me on instagram daniellabontedesigns um, there I post a lot of educational content, lifestyle. I actually discuss a lot of female entrepreneurship tips, business tips in general. And I discuss mental health a lot on that platform. If you want to listen to a fun, creatively inspired podcast and drink some coffee, it's Bring Up Creativity. Um, it's linked on Daniela Bonte Designs, but you can also find it on Instagram, Bring Up Creativity. Um, yeah. And then how I have everyone sort of end it is advice from a Libra, so like advice from your zodiac sign, mm. like one thing you would like tell somebody. <laughs> um, so for me, like creativity is like, I don't know, if someone were to say who I am, it's, it's a creative person. And I feel like everybody is creative and they don't realize it. So for me, like the biggest advice I can give is to explore your creative side because it's actually a form of therapy um, and most people don't realize that, especially when you're in the creative field, but just explore another creative side to you, allow yourself to communicate in a way that we don't really always do, which, which is verbally. Um, there's a lot of different ways to create, to express ourselves. So just find a way to express yourself, you know, put your mental health first. That's the best thing to do. And for me, that's singing and it's creating art and it's cooking. So I don't know what your creative outlet is, but definitely find something there. And your career does not define you. 
So find a passion and whether it's creative or not, I just always recommend finding something creative to do. If you loved today's episode, do not forget to share it with a friend or on social media or leave a review or rating below and make sure to tag us on social media at Be Mindful Studio or Be Mindful Podcast if you share it. Also, if you have any questions or feedback or maybe an episode idea that you would like covered, don't be afraid to message me on Instagram. I'd love to connect with you and stay in touch. Thank you so much again for your support, and I will see you very, very soon in the next episode.